When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I don't care. My mom was proud of me. That's all that matters. Let's go to the North Falls Tech Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We welcome in from Cleveland.com, Hayden Grove. Uh, and Hayden, you were out there, Browns training camp. First off, Hayden, how f- good does it feel to be back out there and with fans in attendance, full capacity, back at camp um, yesterday. It feels great. It does. It feels great. Um, you know, I think fans are what make everything kind of worthwhile and they kind of make everything um, interesting and they make everything exciting. So it's great to see them. Great to be back out there with them. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing to spend more time with them. I mean, I've been here covering the Browns for six years now in Cleveland. Uh, well, maybe longer than that, but with Cleveland.com. And, um, We've gotten to know a lot of people, and uh, the people are what make the city great, and the people are what make these, uh, you know, these experiences so great. So I always love seeing them. Always love saying hi, and uh, I'm super excited that they're uh, all allowed back out there. Hayden Grove of Cleveland.com joining us here. Double A Anthony Alfred here with you, and so I, I saw a Twitter yesterday uh, from Cleveland.com, and and you, you had the tweet about the crowd reaction when Deshaun Watson came back out to the field for some reason, it's a talking point. What exactly was the, were the fans loud? Like what was the crowd response uh, with Deshaun Watson? I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody. I just don't know like what anybody else heard. I mean, the video says it all. I mean, just listen to the video. Basically Deshaun walked out and there was nothing and there was nothing. And then all of a sudden the fans realized it was him. And then they kind of, you know, started to, cheer i mean they didn't cheer super loud it wasn't like a super standing ovation it was just you know a good cheer for him i mean i didn't hear any boos that's for sure so um yeah i mean it was it wasn't anything like crazy but it was you know it was definitely noticeable that's all that's all i can really say um you know it was it was something that i again i I was standing right there when deshaun started to walk out and, um, you know, got the video. And um, as he uh, continued to make his way out, I was kind of like waiting. Okay. I'm like, Oh, do they see him there? Or is it just not, they're not going to respond. And then, you know, lo and behold, they did because it took a little while, you know, for uh, it took a little while for him to, um, you know, to be noticed. So it was a, it was definitely a cheer. It was not a loud, you know, over raucous cheer, but it was definitely a cheer. That's it. I, I, I only wanted to bring that up just because, you know, sometimes, you know, remember what was the, 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 the Laura thing from, what, a couple of years ago? People want to hear what they want to hear. <laughs> you know, so I was just like, okay, what, like, why is the fan response a big deal? Uh, I just wanted to just wanted to bring that out there. Okay, on to the field of play itself. And 
it's it's practice. I get it's the it's the opening week of training camp practice. Uh, and we'll get to the receiving core in just a second here. But uh, Watson himself, what were your takeaways from what you saw uh, from Deshaun Watson in practice yesterday and throughout the week? Well, yesterday, I mean, not his best day. They were doing a lot of team stuff, and I don't think they're ready for that yet. I mean, I think Deshaun, um, you know, they're not in pads. They're not really blocking. Um, it, you know, it's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. So, um, but otherwise, I think Deshaun's been right on the money. I mean, he's been very accurate at the football, uh, made some nice throws down the field. You know, Kevin Stefanski's offense isn't one where necessarily they're going to be throwing the ball down the field a ton. Uh, you know, it's kind of going to be a lot of, you know, crossing routes, a lot of underneath routes, um, you know, stuff to get guys open. Uh, you know, we kind of, we've seen that, you know, you don't see a lot of um, just fades down sideline with Kevin Stefanski's offense. So that requires a really accurate quarterback. And I think that that's where maybe Baker had struggled sometimes where the throw's got to be out and they got to be accurate. Um, we'll see how Deshaun handles that. But thus far, I think he's done a nice job. Hayden Grove, Cleveland.com, joining us here on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Another day, another receiver goes down. Uh, how, how, how do you think they're handling, you know, with, what's going on with the receiving core? And do you believe that Andrew Barry is going to have to go out and get some help um, at the receiver position? Um, I think he probably should have before training camp, to be honest with you. I still think that they need number two. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones looks good, though. Looks very, very good to start out. I will say that. He's had a lot of chemistry with Deshaun. He looks very good to start out. But I still think they needed another receiver, maybe even a three. Anthony Schwartz just doesn't do it for me, unfortunately, in terms of you know his ability to do anything but run. Um, but I think that... Um, I think that, you know, they definitely will be on the lookout now with Isaiah Weston going down. You know, Anthony Schwartz is down for at least a couple of days. David Bell is down. I mean, they got to at least look. Um, I know they have a lot of guys in camp, but I think they got to at least look. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens with uh, as training camp moves on. A lot of these veterans, again, they don't want to go through these days of training camp. They know they know the drill. Um, they've been around. You know, if, they, if they're not under contract, they don't really want to be there and don't need to be there. So um, I think within a couple of weeks, we might see some changes and, uh, and, you know, as other guys, unfortunately, are going to get hurt, um, you know, that's the way the league goes. So I think changes will be coming. We, we mentioned with the receiving core, uh, we threw out a couple names right before you came on. One that that a caller brought up was Will Fuller. And and, and immediately brought back bad fantasy football memories of, of picking him up, and then he's injured, and it's like, oh, come on. But it, it's – would, would he be somebody who the Browns should go after, or is there another name that the Browns should go after, at least for spot duty purposes with the um, number of receivers that's going down? Yeah, I mean, I think Will Fuller's made sense a lot because he played with Deshaun Watson. He has good chemistry with him. Um, and a guy 28 years old, not necessarily you know up there in age, um, a guy that can still get it done. I don't know what he's waiting for necessarily. Um, to be completely honest with you, uh, it seems like he's still kind of, um, unless he's not going to play at all, I don't know. But um, it looks like, you know, he's still available and still ready to go. So, Will Fuller, kind of the best name on the board. Also, I believe T.Y. Hilton's still out there. That's a name to look for, Emmanuel Sanders. But they're both older. They're both in their 30s. Um, so, I think if you got a guy like Will Fuller, he's, from the names I'm looking at right here, they're still free agents. you got Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Alan Hearns, Deshaun Jackson, Danny Madola, Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously, Odell's dealing with his issue. So, um, you know, a lot of those guys are in their 30s. 
Uh, and, it, you know, Will Fuller's still at 28. So I, I think that there's definitely a market for him. And I think that there's definitely an opportunity for the Browns to, you know, go try to make a move there. Would the Brown and I have to bring this up just because um, it's of relevance. And obviously he wouldn't be able to play early in the season with the Browns walk on OBJ returning to uh, to their organization. Uh, no, OBJ will not be returning to their organization for like a, a million reasons. So no, Odell Beckham Jr. will not be returning. He's still, again, he, I mean, was the last time he injured himself, it was week eight, right? And he uh, didn't return until week four, three or four of the following season. Um, and then he gets hurt in the Super Bowl, which is literally the last day of the season. So I wouldn't assume that he'll be back before week 10, 11, 12, maybe, unless the unless it goes a lot better than it did last time. Um, you know, there were rumors and reports that Odell really, really took his time and, um, you know, maybe even more time than the Browns thought that he should be taking. So maybe that's different than, um, maybe that's different than, you know, what the actual case is this time. But, um, yeah, I would not expect Odell back in a, uh, in a Browns uniform. Hayden Grove, Cleveland.com, joining us here. Double A Anthony Alfred here with you. And we've been hearing talks over these last couple of days from various players, starting with John Johnson III, about different vibes. And, you know, they all say, uh, I don't know what it is, but it feels different. The vibes feel different. Uh, do you buy into just, just being there yesterday? Do you feel like the vibes are different uh, with this team now compared to, uh, compared to last year, previous seasons? I don't. I don't, um, you know, I know we're four days into training camp, but I don't, I, you know, last year going into training camp, at least in my mind, I mean, everybody was ready to go. Baker was coming up his best year ever. Odell was back. Jarvis was back. Like, we, you know, we were all so excited for what this team could be. So the vibes last training camp are great. I don't know if there was something we were missing or maybe I think Anthony, I think the problem here, and this is the thing we have to think about. I think that the vibes with the offense last year were pretty darn good going into training camp. Like, they all knew each other. They all came back. It was all a good unit. They were all together again. And the defense was pretty different when you looked up and down the board. So maybe that's why the vibes are better is because the defense now knows the offense and are now the defense the offense are kind of on the same page because there's been turnover in both spots. But, you know, maybe last year was kind of like the offense was like, you know, the seniors, the senior class that, you know, had it all figured out while the – um, while the defense was like this, the sophomores, the freshmen, where you're kind of, you know, a little uncomfortable. So maybe that's why the vibes are different because, you know, maybe maybe they kind of have another year under their belt and then all the seniors graduated and now everybody's kind of in the, you know, the junior class together. So that's kind of how I see it. Um, but last year the vibes were fine. I mean, everybody was excited for Baker. Everybody was excited for this offense to get another year under its belt and to improve, and obviously that just didn't happen. You was mentioned about the senior class and the junior class, and I was just thinking, man, you know, I miss Say by the Bell the college years. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking a little bit about that. Uh, we had a re- we had a caller right before you came on that wanted to mention he was at training camp yesterday, uh, a fan, and he mentioned he he mentioned that Cade York hit a fifty seven yard field goal kick. It, the The fans seemed pretty excited about Cade York. Uh, what did you see uh, with Kate York, and and is there real excitement surrounding the kicker? There is. There absolutely is. I mean, he's been pretty much perfect from what I've seen. Uh, he's got a huge leg. 
uh, seems to be accurate. But we all know, Anthony, we all know that doesn't matter. You know, we've seen good training camp kickers. It's how you do in November and December in Berea or in November, December, First Energy Stadium or wherever you are. Because that's, how you know, the winds are going to be howling. That's how you kick. You don't kick in Berea. You kick at the stadium. You kick with the winds. You know, until there's a, until there's a dome over that thing, I am not going to judge a kicker in training camp. So, yes, he's got the legs. He's got the accuracy. He looks the part. But can he do it when the time comes? And that is what we will have to see. Hayden, any talk at all? Hayden Grove, Cleveland.com, joining us here. Double A Anthony Alpha here with you. Any talk at all during camp about, and I think we purposely have tried to stick on with the on field football storylines. Uh, any talk at all during camp about, well, well, decision could come down at any point as far as possible suspension. Uh, Judge Robinson, any talk at all about the looming possible suspension at all during camp? I mean, we've had to ask them about it every day. We've had to ask the players, you know, whichever they are, who come up to the podium. We've asked pretty much every one of them, and we've asked, you know, the coach every – or we asked the coach on the first day. There's no real sense in asking him every day because there's nothing changing. Um, they're not worried about it. I mean, again, they're just going out there and playing and doing what they need to do, and then, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I kind of envisioned it as this. Like, yes, there's a suspension coming, right? And we know that. Well, maybe we know that. But also, like, a guy could get hurt after any play. You could have a different quarterback in every play, you know? Like, it's you could lose your your franchise quarterback in one single play. So, like, you got to be ready. you got to just roll with it. I mean, there's nothing else to do. You can't sit there and be like, oh, is Deshaun going to get suspended eight games? Is he going to get suspended ten games? These guys have a job to do, and it doesn't matter who's back there. you got to get the job done. So I think it's more Andrew Barry's job. You know, I think Andrew Barry is the one maybe that should be a little worried about, okay, well, you know, if he does get a ten-game suspension, what do we do? Do we, do we trust Jacoby? Do we trust – um, Jimmy Garoppolo to come in and do we trade for him? I mean, that that's the job. That's the worry. The guys on the field shouldn't have any worry. Kevin Stefanski shouldn't have any worry. You know, they got too much going on. So I actually believe them when they say it's not a big deal because it's not. It's really not. Um, you know, they that Deshaun could get hurt anyways. You know, that's kind of the way I, see it, I feel about it. Hey, now let me get you out on this. Uh, just, again, because, and, and you mentioned exactly right as far as, like, it's your job. You got to go. You have to present these questions. And even on our side, on, on the radio side of things, it's like, it's our job. We got to keep up with the latest, what's going on uh, with the suspension. But I do think, in a way, it ties in, perhaps, as far as how the reps are split. Any idea of how, it, and maybe Stefanski hasn't thought about this yet, but how, any idea as far as like how Stefanski wants to split the reps between Watson and Jacoby? Uh, during the preseason games, if we don't hear anything as far as number of games suspended uh, before, you know, the first preseason game? Yeah, that's a, actually a really, really good question. I've had the same thought. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his thought is yet. I don't think he's probably gotten that far, um, you know, because like I said, it could change every day. So you just focus on that day and you know, once that Friday comes or whatever, I, I forget the date of the game, but once the, you know, the day before the weekend comes and you figure out, okay, how many snaps are we going to give Deshaun? How many snaps are we going to give uh, Jacoby? I think that they should give Deshaun snaps in preseason, let him, you know, get reacclimated to the the speed of the game, even though it's not, you know, going to be as fast as a regular season game. I think it's a good idea to get him back um, acclimated with the professional game he's been away from for so long. So, 
I would play him in all three preseason games. I would. Um, because, you know, if he's suspended, then he's going to get his time off anyway. So, yeah, I would play him, um, let him get reacclimated, and then, you know, once the suspension comes down, then you'll send him, and then he'll be ready for the regular season whenever he's ready. Well, let me get you out. One, one final question. This is actually an Ohio State question because I know you're a big Buckeyes fan. Uh, do you agree, with Ryan Day, that uh, last season was a disappointment? Uh, <laughs> so this is actually something I got in an argument with uh, people on Twitter about. I think that it was in a way, but let's hold our horses here a little bit, okay? I am. I think where my where I'm okay is that Ohio State's the top three program in the country, right? Like I'm not as an as an Ohio State alumnus, as a guy who watched the Buckeyes growing up every Saturday. I, I to to imagine Ohio State as a top three college football program in in those days, I would have said I'll take it. So I'll take it. If that means they finish the runner-up in the in the national championship game every year, you know what? It sounds bad, but I'd take it. I mean, it, it just it, I'd take it. I'll take that over, you know, being what they used to be. I'd take that over being the rest of the Big Ten. I mean, at least they get there and they give themselves a chance, and I think they'll win one. You know, they'll win one. They played Bama. That was a tough game. They weren't ready for that. They'll they'll they're gonna go play another game like that. And they're gonna go play a, another team that they can beat. I think this is their year. I think. They have everything in place. C.J. Stroud's coming off a fantastic season. I think he's only going to get better. I think Brian Hartline, you know, has those wide receivers ready to go. That offense is going to be humming. And then the defense, you know, Jim Knowles coming in there, that's, that, that's what they needed to fix. I think they could have been a national championship team if they fixed that defense. So I think this is their year. I do. But even if they get there and lose, hey, I'm taking them as a top three college football program over any other Big Ten team, over any other kind of um, – you know, even there are 119 teams in college football. To be in the top three is a pretty damn good thing. Oh well, yeah. Well, <laughs> some some may say otherwise, but I, you are right as far as as far as that standpoint. Hey, to GroveCleaver.com, appreciate you uh, joining us here. It's the Browns training camp off day, so appreciate you uh, hopping on with us. All right, thank you, A. Always a pleasure, my friend. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile Phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.